0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Cablens is holding on. Cut glory for Cablens. But it is all heart style Rico and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne cup in. Green light is on for the Green light on podcast. And yes, I'm excited about this podcast, we are looking at the Meadows, all things Meadows for the first new day of the financial year, I think it is, uh, Saturday the 1st of July, I'm pretty sure, I never know really how many months or how many hours are in a day, but uh, I'm pretty sure it is the 1st of July that we look at the Meadows for Saturday night and my man who will know that it is the 1st of July is Corey Smith because he's got all his funds together, all his tax done. <laughs> Smithy, hello to you, my friend.
1: Speaking of the man that has three Mercedes rolling <laughs> around, Jim, but uh, no, it's a pleasure to be with you, mate. I tell you what, it's good to do these in person. I'm up at Hillsville today. We're, we're recording this on the Friday and uh, last time I was in this this uh, illustrious, I'm going to call it a studio. Our man Charlie Bates was doing some weights. This time he's just got his little personal heater just keeping his hands warm. Yeah,
0: he's a little bit softer now uh, as the years go by, (laughs) Mr Bates. But uh, uh, Look, hopefully uh, with the new management we might get our broadcast clean, Smithy. (laughs)
1: I tell you what, you could have brought a broom in here at some point in the last few years, I reckon, Jim.
0: (laughs) You know I'm very, very lazy when it comes to that. Hey, last time you were on, I reckon you made a stinger, and it was for topics, talking topics. I've lost that stinger, so we're not going to roll with a stinger. We're just going to talk about it, because the last few weeks, I've posed some questions to our listeners via Spotify. One of them on last week's episode was, who was the better dog? Is it Rejuvenate, Postman, Pat, Amron, Boy, or other? Firstly, I'd like your response
1: Amron Boy for me. He's got the runs on the board. Uh, Postman Pat obviously has made his way into the Brisbane Cup. He's got box number eight. Amron Boy's got box mm. number seven there. I think if, uh, if if Postman Pat comes out and runs a ridiculous time and, and wins the Brisbane Cup, I think I could uh, be persuaded otherwise. But Amron Boy has the runs on the board, so I'm definitely with him at this stage.
0: The votes, and there were plenty of them. We yep. only got two for this one. <laughs> <laughs> they both went with Postman Pat, um, and I, I tend to agree. I, I reckon he's a strong version of Black Magic Opal, and I reckon that is, uh, that is as good as you can get. And I just love the story, coming from New Zealand, having a crack. Uh, we are hoping to put together a podcast. I haven't spoke to anyone yet, but uh, if he wins the Brisbane Cup, I'll be knocking their door down for a deep dive. But uh, just rolling off that, Braden, a loyal listener of the show, he reckons Postman Pat in his early career is the greatest dog he's ever seen.
1: As in back in New Zealand? Uh, well, or possibly. is he talking I'm about like, like, sure. since he's come to Australia?
0: He might have to elaborate on that.
1: He's been absolutely ridiculous since he's come to Australia. Mm-hmm. he's uh, Dare I say it, we always use Fernando Bale as the benchmark for these sorts of greyhounds, and that's what he's looked like at this stage. But mm-hmm. I'm still with Amron Boy. He's got the runs on the board. He's a two-time Group 1 winner.
0: Run of the week. Well, he may not be a postman, Pat, or an Amron Boy, or even a Fernando Bale, but uh, this win last week from Aussie Rocks so I thought was outstanding. It was tough. I don't reckon he had any right to win, and here's how he did it over the 600 metres. Way in racing, and Lawnhead Express pinged away from the inside, out to lead Aussie Rocks. He'll carve over to second, a length and a quarter away, and then Trending Zara holding the rail. About two off the lead with a lap to go, and they're followed by zipping crusader, Bell Violin. The back markers are falling a fair way back here. Roman Blazer and Minter Frost at the end, down the back. Lawnhead Express left the rail, a half a length Aussie Rocks, who's trying to shoulder his way through, and they're getting really close together. Third Trending Zara winding up as the leader kicks. Lawnhead Express for home. a a length and a half in front to Aussie Rocks running on Roman Blazer. Lawnet Express all that crap by Aussie Rocks who burst home late to win it. Aussie Rocks, a tough win. That was a tough win, wasn't it? Uh, down the back when, trending, uh, when the leader rolled out and then rolled back in, I thought on the home corner he's gone, Aussie Rocks, and yet he was able to find a way, extend run it out really hard, which I don't think he's a genuine 600-metre dog. That was an outstanding run.
1: Yeah, that was going to be my point, to be honest. I thought maybe they were getting him up to a 600, give him, give him a little bit of confidence and find mm. the front and maybe go back to the 500-metre racing with that newfound confidence and uh, go go to a new extent. But he's just uh, he's getting stronger, and mm. that 600-metre run it was, it was impressive. I thought for all money he was gone uh, a few times in that race.
0: He went to Ballarat, I think, through the week and won again, and... Uh, one of his part owners, Ray Bretain, who does the uh, transport for, uh, for dogs around Victoria, I think he goes into state as well, the great man Ray, he said, Jimmy, can you give us a, a nice little plug or a cheerio if the dog goes well on Saturday <laughs> night? I didn't give him too much Saturday night, but I'm willing to give, uh, give him a bit of uh, kudos now because he's got a dog who is absolutely flying and I think he's, he's a real genuine talent, that's for sure, Aussie Rocks getting the job done last week. Saturday's preview. Oh, gee, Saturday night preview, and I'm going to be honest, straight off the top, Smithy, I'm not overly confident about this one.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult night, but I reckon uh, in the next couple of weeks it'll be really ramping up, obviously. The maturity's not mm. too far away, a few weeks away from that, so uh, the racing is about to get nice and hot. Do the you course. have a
0: pick for the maturity this far out? Baby JC. You reckon? Yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: there's quite a few good... Talented dogs, but, alpha Zulus, yeah. uh, another one, Trapper and Trooper Tears. There's quite a few that are that are eligible, mm. but Baby JC, who's whelped on the date, which the is first of the first, uh, 2021, I think it is. That makes him
0: roughly 21. What is it? 30 months old to be... Yes, 30 yep. months old. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I like that, because it used to be younger, didn't it, years it did, ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's there's different arguments you can make for whether you make it younger or whether you keep it as it is. I mean, baby JC, you wouldn't think that she's eligible for age-restricted yeah. races, but uh, she is, so it's one of those things that you just got to look at each and every year.
0: Give me the winner of race one.
1: Uh, nature Strip for me on top, uh, but yeah. do you mean
0: Nature Stripe or yeah,
1: Nature Stripe <laughs> no, as the uh, as the Pommy caller called the uh, the thoroughbred version of Nature Strip. How do you but, not know? Uh,
0: How do you not know the greatest sprinter of yeah, the world's bit, name?
1: Bit disappointing. Although I'll
0: probably do it one day as a caller. You, so you probably will. And, no, that's it. But uh, no, I'm going to go with him as well. Nature Strip for me in uh, race number one. Uh, over then to race number two, which will be the uh, Vale Di O'Neill. Obviously, she passed away. Tragic circumstances, and our thoughts are with uh, the whole O'Neill family through this really, really tough time. Um, oh, I, I found this a hard race. I probably am going to go with number one, Xyloid Bale, because of the draw. I think he can just about go through and hold the lead. I've got a close watch on Zulu Blast, who I've got a lot of time for.
1: Zulu Blast's run was nearly run of the week, I'd imagine, Jim, last oh, week. As take a take Grand off second. Winnington Bale, too. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, It was a really, really good run. I think Quest of Bale is probably one of mine, a, a greyhound that has plenty of early speed. So I think, without seeing the prices, uh, Quest of Bale at an each-way play for me.
0: You did give away that we're recording this one at Hillsville in the the Royal Broadcast box up here, and that's the stir-up taking place in the background. That means we've got about six minutes to get this part of the podcast complete. Smithy, race number three, talking footy next week. Just before we move on to tipping this, do you want to give that a bit of a plug? Are there still tickets available? Uh, plenty of
1: tickets available, so head across to our socials. There's some posts there, or, or give us a call at the club. Um, you've got Wayne Carey, Dane Swan, Harrison Jones, Cody Waitman mm. and Noah Bolter coming along. So it's set to be an absolute ripper.
0: You meant to say there's not many tickets left, so get in quick.
1: No, get, just, <laughs> just get in.
0: Just get in there. <laughs> Who wins the race that's named after? No.
1: Not a confident one, but Shadow Right, drawn out wide, should handle it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Shadow Riot as well, drawn box number seven. I thought it was hard. Uh, make no promise is my best bet of the meeting. Race four, drawn box number one. I think the draw brings him out. Uh, serious conveyance, but he's marked dollar twenty-five in the watchdog form, guys. So it's almost, I'm almost just banking the 50 in a way if he does get home, because I'm not going to make much.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you here. It's uh, drawn exactly where he wants to be. Looks a class above these, make no
0: promise. Uh, race five, we see the young star, a bit of a, like a Cody Waitman v. Wayne Carey in many a ways here. Jungle Panther who's been the, the warrior of, of racing for a while up against Professor Snitch who's the up-and-comer and then the the nice versatile Minister Mentor who looks like maybe staying racing is going to be the go. I, I'm going to go with Professor Snitch here. I think might have the speed to lead but I'm a little bit worried the price is going to be unders.
1: Yeah I, I thought the price might be a little bit unders with Professor Snitch considering the three Jungle Panther uses a bit of the track and the five Nitro Bale does look a get across. So if Professor Snitch leads I think it's Probably borderline all Mm. over, but I think I'll be going against it and with Minister Mentor, the versatile one,
0: strong at the end. uh, You would expect Shimmer Shadow for me, race six, but again, not a great deal of confidence. Yeah,
1: Shimmer Shadow. I just want to see him do it from these sort of boxes, though. He he takes a little bit to wind up, but he's the uh, most talented, that's for sure. Race
0: seven, Houdini Boy at start. I think we're just starting to see the first of the Houdini Boys hit the track, and I hope we can see one as good as he was because he was such an X Factor type of greyhound. As Smithy just whacks into his microphone, no worries, Smithy. That's all right. That's all right. You got to itch when you got to itch. Race 7, I've got no idea. I actually haven't marked anything in this one.
1: I'm with Osprey Warrior. I think it's one of the better bets of the night. Went 5.10 last week, over 500. If it can kind of replicate those sort of splits over 600 this week, I think it would be splitting about nine seconds and leading this one.
0: Okay, well, I'm on that one now too as well, by the sounds of it. uh, Race 8, free for all, Baby JC, who's going to win the maturity this year, according to Smithy v Transponder. Uh, who will probably try and win the maturity this year as well, I'd imagine. What do we make of these two? I'm probably going to go with Transponder, but I thought baby JC was oh so tough last week. She was at her brilliant best.
1: In all honesty, I don't think I can really have a bet in this race. I think Vaucluse Bale from the inside, though, is going to be a massive price. And if there's a little bit of bunching up drawn out wide, it's worth having a dollar each way on.
0: Okay, there we go. bit of value. Race number nine, I'm with Mystery Chill. I think the draw suits this greyhound just to whip down the outside.
1: Uh, Gabby's Giros uh, for Yiros. me. Box Yiros, bo- uh, Drawing box number three. He's been drawing wide recently and I uh, think can improve.
0: I used to call them Gyroses And then someone said, no, nah, it's not that. It's, Yiros. it's uh There you go. Yeah, it's Important like, a, a, like a souvlaki You ever had one?
1: Yeah, of course bit I have. got a blood mate. nose now. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's, I think that's why my <laughs> nose is itchy. So we're battling through <laughs> adversity here.
0: Tell <laughs> <laughs> you what, we just keep going to. <laughs> Almost need to pause here. Uh, Race number 10, the Cooks Electrical and Air Conditioning. You're right to keep going? No,
1: no, we'll battle through adversity, mate.
0: That's all right. Uh, I've got no idea here. I was going to go with Blazing Dodge. He's a little bit of a favourite of mine, but Ed Silbale caught the the eye last week. (laughs) I'm a bit distracted by the blood (laughs) pouring out of your nose. (laughs)
1: Um, a punk surprise, I, I've got a really big opinion of this girl. Where she gets to from the run, that's the query. It's all about that start. But Call Me Marley loves this race setup and loves the Meadows from box number eight.
0: You better be with Never Be Alone in the next.
1: I, I am with Never Be Alone. <laughs> so I, am I. It's just, I mean, for a greyhound that's only won three times from uh, 26 starts... I've yeah. tipped it a hell of a lot, but I'm going to tip it again.
0: Yeah, I am too. And race number 12, I'm going with the red here. Americano Miss, mad, mad railer draw nicely in box one in not the strongest metro race.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be with Americano Miss as well, not with a high degree of confidence. Obviously, her best is probably a little bit behind her, but as you said, she's a mad railer.
0: Funnily enough, never won from box one. Yeah, it's weird, though, isn't it? Oh.
1: When I saw that, I couldn't believe it. And she
0: smashes for the rail yeah. too. Hunters PUNTING CLUB Alrighty, the PUNTERS PUNTING CLUB Smithy, you know the drill here mate I'm just going to go $50 a win on mate No promise Take the dollar, $20, 30 Gamble responsibly the Chances are you're probably going to lose uh, 1-800-858-858 Or visit Gambling Help Online for free support I'm going to try and make
1: a little bit more cash I'm going to have 50 the win on race 7 Number 7 Osprey
0: Warrior oh, I like it you, you really did give a good push for that one Thanks Smithy It was good uh, look after yourself too it was I'm going to go look chat. after
1: this, uh, this, this schnoz of mine It's actually
0: storming out of the, uh, yeah, the left it's, nostril It's not great is it? See you next time. Hooray. <laughs> Inside Info. Well, it's now time to get to know a trainer from Victoria. Bobby Valeski, his name is, and he's a Metro winner from last Thursday night with a greyhound that I like the name of, Swindled, who got home at Sandown Park. Bobby, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks, James. Nice to be on it. Hey, mate, uh, tell me
0: a little bit about your involvement in the sport of greyhound racing. How did you get involved?
2: Uh yeah, so I got involved with the greyhound racing after getting with my partner so Graham Nickel so my partner's father uh, father essentially trains greyhounds um so it all started with you know just going to the races and you know watching having a few you know bets and then one day I decided that you know I wanted to buy one and you know I invested one from New South Wales who ended up being Cavanando, my very first dog Absolutely, you know, set the bar very high for me. You know, I won 20 races with my first greyhound.
0: Well, mate, it's extraordinary. It is
2: extraordinary because
0: so many people seem to be able to get the best greyhound that they almost ever have as their first greyhound.
2: And it was funny because it was a litter of 10 or 11 and there was only two left, um, you know, when I was purchasing it. So I really wasn't left with um, much of an option and just, yeah. I suppose, luck in the draw.
0: How would you explain greyhound training? If, if someone said, you know, what's it like to be a greyhound trainer, what would you say?
2: Uh, you want to pull your hair out some days.
0: <laughs> I'd agree with that. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, look, it's 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 got its highs and lows like anything. You know, if you put in, you know, the hard work, if, you know, you eventually reap the rewards.
0: Well, mate, talk to me about this greyhound swindle that you trained for Keith and Lisa Helmuth. How did uh, that combination come
2: Um, So you, yeah, so I met Keith and Leith, you know, funny or not, just um, via, you know, Carly Feltham, just mutual friends. Um, You know, they've been sort of giving me, you know, you know, a bit of advice over the years and stuff like that. And um, here we are, you know, a couple of years into my training career, you know, they've given me the opportunity to train one of their greyhounds.
0: Do you happen to know where the name of this one came from, Swindle? Because I'm, I'm a big podcast fan of the podcast Swindle. Now, I'm not too sure it's an American podcast, I think. I'm not too sure if that's where the naming of this boy came from.
2: Absolutely no idea. You'd have to ask um, Lisa Helmuth on that one.
0: I I thought you were going to say, absolutely, I've got that right in one, but uh, that's all right. Hey, let's have a listen to the replay of the concluding stages of last week because I reckon this would have been something you would have enjoyed. Swindled getting the job done at Metro level last uh, Thursday night from off the tempo. Here it is. Then Clips running on, but around the turn, it's Royal Gypsy in front, Zipping Viking, flying, Swindled, and deep Clips. Well, that changed complexion very late. Swindled the rail. Well, there we go, Bobby. Flying home swindle. Did you know you'd got up from behind the boxes?
2: Um, I actually didn't. um, And, you know watching a finish like that if you don't have a you know existing heart condition it generally sort of you know creates one
0: <laughs> and you've won it by the barest possible margin a nose was the margin so the heart's pumping uh, you're now headed the meadows what nine days later roughly uh, what do you make of this race drawn box number four race number eleven you've got tan and black who's a, an up and coming type drawn box two um, you've then got uh, never be alone who's an explosive beginner in five and divine nature who's won his last two so it's a deep race but your boy showed a bit of tenacity last week
2: uh yeah um so you're not wrong there's definitely a few dogs um you know the two you know the eight and the five who have all definitely got um ability and you know if you look at you know paul bartolo's you know never be alone you know consistent 501s you know meadows sand down like you know no doubt you know she's gonna probably be the one to beat
0: Now, your boy, did it surprise you at all just how strong he was last week? Because I went through his form. He'd been hitting the line nicely. Like when he won at Geelong three starts ago, he stormed home, but then he led five back and he only just held on to pack and prince. Did it surprise you that he was able to work, duck and weave and then still have that finishing burst to get the job done last Thursday night?
2: Um, Yeah, we we actually didn't know if he was, uh, what sort of a 500 he was going to, you know, be able to run. We had never trialled him over the 500. Um, You know, and if you go off, you know, if you look at the dam, you know, headline, you know, she's produced, you know, a couple of good, you know, 500-meter dogs, Earthworm Jim, you know, Nike Apache, um, you know, so f- – you can follow in the footsteps of those ones. You're
0: going to have a nice future, that's for sure. Hey, uh, just be I, 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 what people don't realise when they listen to this podcast is we're actually recording this on on Zoom, and what I'm seeing is a whole heap of facial hair growth on you, Bobby. How long does it take to to get the hair that thick on the uh, on the chin? Because if you see me, uh, I, I, I've i probably grown that for a week and a half and there is bugger all there. I'm tipping that would have taken a while to, to create.
2: Believe it or not, James, you know, up until my (laughs) mid-20s, I actually couldn't even grow like a piece of hair on my face.
0: (laughs) There's hope for me then.
2: (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, and then when I sort of got into my later 30s, it's just, you know, coming along nicely and and actually doesn't take me long to grow.
0: Really? And you always caress it the way you just did
2: then? Uh, Yeah, it gets to a certain length and you just sort of want to just like, you know, play around with it a little bit.
0: I reckon we end the chat there, Bobby. Hey, it's been great having you on. Great to get to know you. Just as I let you go, what would be the dream in Greyhound Racing for you? Do you do you aspire to be a full-time trainer one one day down the track or are you happy just doing what you're doing?
2: Um, look, honestly, I'm happy doing what I'm doing at the moment. Um, as for the future, who knows what it holds, but um, you know, I'm quite enjoying you know, the way it is at the moment.
0: Keep winning Metro races and I'm sure you'll be happy. Good luck with uh, Swindled at uh, the Meadows on Saturday, mate. We wish you well. Thank you very much. And that's all we wrote for this episode of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. It's been good. Hopefully, uh, Smithy can get some first aid done on his nose and be all good to go for <laughs> next Saturday's edition. Until next time, punters, uh, don't forget the maturity's not too far away. Heats in a couple of weeks at the Meadows. So even though it's the middle of winter, racing will keep you warm. Postman Pat, to go around Box 8 in the Brisbane Cup. We'll touch on that uh, for the Sandown Park edition next Thursday night. Until then, punters, safe travelling. And as always, happy punting. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.